I was a teenage fuck-up. My name's Joe Queer. You're listening to The Dummy Room. What's up, guys? Dummy Room Punk Rock Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 196. I am Nate. Hopefully, everybody is doing excellent. I'm doing excellent because of this week's guest. Uh, This dude's been a staple, a pillar in the scene for 20-plus years. Stardom Records mogul, Stefan. What's up, dude? Yeah, what's up? Nice introduction. (laughs) 20 years, right? About? Uh... Yeah, 23 now. 23. Yeah, this, this April uh, marks the 20, uh, 23rd uh, year. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, we did a record trade back in 2000. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, it's funny. I was um, looking up your email uh, recently to send you something, and then the, uh, the 608 Kisses email from, from way back yeah, yeah. Uh, showed up. Uh, but that was, was later. We we, uh, we we traded before the email that I found was 2009, I think. But because my computer crashed in 2006, so all the old stuff is is all gone. But it still was still funny to find that email. You know, I was looking for the Hey Pizza uh, yeah. address. But. <laughs> yeah, because I found uh, just a couple of years ago, I was just digging around the basement and I found a box from you, and it still mm. had a. Jeez, um, I can't remember what records were in there. Huntington's. Yeah, I think you either mentioned it on the podcast or mentioned it to me, but I, I remember that you said the Huntington's uh, uh, Darlington, Darlington Split was Split, in there. Yeah. And that was our, our uh, second release that came out in the second week that the label existed. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, that, that release was crazy for us because we didn't have a label yet when we already got uh, that offered. You know, it was a funny coincidence <laughs> in a way. <laughs> Thanks to the Apers, really. You know, because I I had the label before Stardom that, that people might or might not know, called uh, Little People Records, yeah, yeah. and uh, the, the the Teenage Drama EP uh, was first released on that. So, um, yeah, that's how, how that uh, Huntington's Darlington release came on our path because uh, Melted Records in New York uh, loved the Apers and want, wanted to uh, have like 60 copies or something from the, from the CD. Oh wow! And then. Uh, we was like, oh, okay, how are we going to do that? Oh, in, in return, we can give you a license for, for this if you want to do no vinyl. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. They took 60 so CDs back in the day? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's unheard of now. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, I, I've been thinking back about those early days, you know, how, how crazy it is. If, uh, for example, um, uh, Pee Wee's Dead and CD and self-titled uh, Apers and... Uh, and the Menjis uh, uh, are good enough. Those records all came out in 2001, so in our second year. And for each of those releases, we did 2,000 CDs and 500 LPs, you know? So just to give an idea, idea that, <laughs> and the CDs probably sold out faster, you know? So four times as many CDs as, as vinyl back then. Yeah, and now you're happy if you if you'll be able to move like two or three hundred CDs of of, of something, of course. That's yeah, <laughs> that, that's a big run. So crazy though, it's, it's that long ago, you know. And I mean, yeah. did you think mm-hmm. when you 
you're talking about that first that first Apers release. Did you think 23 years later you, you'd still be going? That's crazy. No, of course not. Yeah, I, I, the thing is, when I started the label I was 24, and I thought I was old back then. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, if I could even imagine like a, like a, a 46 year old Stefan, then I, I, I don't know what I would think I was doing. Well, actually, in a way, I was thinking that Stardom was going to be my first real. Uh, company you know because i did a lot of stuff before that i'm like now i'm gonna now i'm gonna do something for real you know yeah, yeah. so so in a way i was serious about it but i still had no clue at all and uh, and actually i i had a downtime for a bunch of years of course uh, i mean I, I i never uh quit the label but for like a from 2006 2016 i did like one or two releases a year so um, that was just because I couldn't give up, but then I didn't think I would get it back uh, on, on a way that, that uh, I've been doing over the last, last six, seven years. So, so in a way I've surprised myself, yeah, <laughs> that I'm still here and still doing it. I wanted to ask you before I forget, because it just popped back in my head, what did you think of the uh, Stardom All-Star Band last year at Reduno? You had oh, to man, have been was... just stoked on that. Yeah, of course, you know, like, because um, that was... Uh, uh, when, when Stardom uh, was celebrating its uh, 20th uh, uh, birthday in, uh, in 2020, uh, Franz and Andrea uh, uh, spoke with me and said, yeah, that they, they'd love to do like a dedicated day to Stardom. And then we started like tossing around ideas how, how we could make it work. And then we came up with, uh, with the idea for the All-Star Band. We've actually been doing something similar back in the day, in, in the early days. So, uh, so, uh, I loved it back then, but this this was was bigger. But then it got postponed twice, of course. So in a way, I, I, I didn't didn't even think it would would happen. But then when it did, I was just yeah super happy, you know. Like Lone Wolf uh, took took the job on them to uh, yeah to learn all those songs, of course. So I'm super grateful for them for all the effort. And then yeah, everybody that I contacted was was excited about joining. And then. Some people couldn't make it, of course, like Kevin, for example, he, uh, he had to, uh, to skip uh, uh, at the, at the last, pretty much last minute. But uh, then Marine took on an April song and uh, Mikey uh, Bedbite was there, did, uh, did Almost Summer. So yeah, it turned out really, really good. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that that exists, you know? <laughs> yeah. It was the best karaoke I'd ever seen in my life. You know, yeah, it was cool. like, because you didn't yeah. know, because you know there's so many people there that could get up there and yeah. sing songs. And I, I mean, I didn't know. You might have known, yeah. but it was it was just the yeah, excitement, yeah, I, I, the I, anticipation I, I, of who was going to come up next after, who's going to be yeah. after Jeff Palmer, who, who's going to be after, you know, Marine or whoever. Yeah, I, I worked on uh, on putting the, the the list of guests together with, with Lone Wolf and then... They had some suggestions about songs and uh, and and some of you know, some of the, the the singers as well, and then but they, yeah they all put it together in the end. So just for me standing there and watching it was 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 a trip. Yeah, but but it's really cool that 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 for other people, I'm I'm never sure you know how if if it works or something like that because it could be also with all the chainsovers you know <laughs> s slow the set down too much. But but yeah that. Uh, I heard from more people that they were like really on the, uh, yeah, people who were standing there didn't know, but also people who watched it watched it online like you, that they, they were really anticipating, oh, who's gonna be next? And uh, yeah, worked out great. 
Yeah, Lone Wolf, just, they were so good. Just a great band. I gotta yeah. ask you, dude, uh, not to get too far ahead of us, but there's a new Lone Wolf album this year, right? Like, that's happening? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. It's uh, <laughs> be- being pressed right now. Cool. So, uh, yeah, it's coming coming fairly soon. The uh, turnaround times from record label, uh, from, from pressing plants are, are getting better again. So um, Getting better. So, yeah. It's so sporadic, though. You don't know if it's going to be two months or 12 months still. Yeah. And you get well, surprised. Yeah, the, the, the plant I'm using in in Germany is is quite quite solid. They're not. Uh, they're, it's a fairly small plant, but therefore they uh, they don't have the capacity, I guess, to take on like uh, an Adele or uh, or Taylor Swift uh, yeah. pressing. So so uh, it really slowed down with them, but not as bad as with some of those bigger places that that just move you away. I, I really feel appreciated by this pressing plant. Cool. You know, that even if if I'm a smaller client for them still i'm not i'm not peanuts to them i guess you know so they they didn't fuck around at all but yeah just because of the demand got so crazy it's still too longer with them but yeah it's better now so yeah lone wolf uh, uh announcement coming soon <laughs> yeah. speaking of big announcements last week it came out of nowhere like i knew it was coming like i knew about this apers thing of sort of some people leaked yeah. it to me that weren't supposed to, maybe. I don't know, but... Uh, oh, yeah, funny. Because there's really... I, I, I can really <laughs> kind of think, like, who, who could it be? Because cause I only told, besides the band members, of course, I only told, like, like five people, I think. And one, one, one of them was you, because we, we've been talking about it a, a long while ago when first it was an even different plan, right? You know? and uh, um, But, of course, I can imagine that the band has, because it's been taking a while for uh, to, get, to get it out. I've been excited, I've been waiting for it. I didn't even know if it was coming this year. And then just a few days ago, you you, you texted me and told me, and it was, I was just excited, and I'm still excited. Yeah, I'm happy it's finally here. Yeah. It's a monster of project for me. <laughs> yeah, know? I can't imagine, just, because I mean, that's five, I mean, it's not just the five LPs, yeah. it's the box, yeah. it's just remastering, re, I, I don't know if they're remixed yeah, or everything, but. Just, yeah, j- just remastered, you know, and that's really, Perry of the Travoltas did that, and he's, he's a pro, of oh, course, yeah, you know, yeah. so I just had to, to hand over all the files to him, and then uh, that was easily done, but what I, what I kind of uh, didn't realize when, when I came up with it, I'm like, okay, it's like five LPs with, uh, with artwork, then a box with artwork, <laughs> and even if there's like... Uh, like the, the the self-titled album hardly changed, and I still had those files. But uh, the Buzz Electric, I didn't have those files anymore, because back in 2003, I um, made my backups on CDRs. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> that's how I would work back then. We didn't have hard drives for uh, like like several terabytes or whatever how uh, big they are now. You know, mm-hmm. so. You had like the, I don't know if you remember those, like the zip drives that could carry like 100 yep, uh, yep. MB and the MO drive, was, that was like like a big deal, like 230 MB, you know, but if you had bigger files, you know, like you had to burn it on CDs, but yeah, somehow, whatever, whichever way the, the, the Buzz Electric artwork got lost, so I had to find uh, the photographer and and he and, and ask him several times to dig in to his archives for the photo, <laughs> etc. You know, yeah. So just just to get all that done, you know, it was like uh, <laughs> turned out, turned out uh, a lot uh, more work than I was uh, was thinking. 
but um yeah i do finally, like uh, i do like how you guys uh updated the artwork for skies are turning blue totally like I, yeah. I don't know that 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 cover always it always looked kind of weird to me i hate i it's <laughs> funny like um if i'm completely honest here that was um for me like the worst time between me and the apers um there was just uh some tension going on mm. and i always thought i could see it in the artwork you know that uh that it didn't feel right. At the same time, I was doing the artwork for uh, the Zadopex first album. Uh, uh, well, what's it called? Uh, no, nobody left the, than us. And and I really loved that artwork. And it was a really fun project to work on. And Skies Are Turning Blue it was just, yeah, we, we were not in the best uh, best spot altogether. You know, Jerry Hormone left the band. I think right after the release party or something. And. And the band moved to to a different label after, afterwards, of course, you know. So I always felt that that, that the artwork represented like the the, the no fun period. <laughs> and uh, but but soon after, you know, when uh, we all we we never uh, there was never real tension in a way that that we weren't friends anymore. But but still, it was good that we uh, all went our own directions, you know. Yeah, yeah. And and then uh, looking back at those files, I'm like, I never. I'm like, why did I turn it into a sepia uh, in the first place? You know, I, I, it makes more sense that it's blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I guess, and I guess, I thought the photo because it's like, um, like in a in a 45 percent angle. Yeah. That I thought, oh, it's, it maybe looks too much like the leave home. And I'm like, how is that a bad thing? You yeah, know? yeah, it certainly does now. That's the first thing I thought was leave home. Yeah. But I, I think but, it looks cool. But why did I think in 2005 that that was a bad thing? You know, like yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm I'm totally happy that it that it finally looks the way it should have looked, and and that it's finally out on vinyl. You know, that's also yeah. in in that period uh, because I was really uh, uh, deep in the red with the label, so I I couldn't do vinyl for a while because vinyl was both really expensive and didn't move. Uh, fast enough, you know, so that's why most of my releases from that uh, period were CD only But um, yeah, we, we're, we're making that right so. Very cool <laughs> Many years later, but uh, yeah, super cool I, I also hit you up about the about the cover of the box that picture of the Apers. I had never seen it There just doesn't yeah. seem to be a lot of At least that I've seen maybe not enough enough pictures of that classic lineup of the Apers. And so it's something no, new. It's, it was I was pleasantly I, surprised. I'm so, yeah, I'm sometimes thinking about it how because I was um, with the Apers all the time in the period, you know, because I was uh, driving them to every show and every other thing was always connected uh, through me. Like all the video clips they made were like friends of mine, you know, because because uh, from my, uh, my graphic design and illustration uh, contacts, I always. So, so anything that was happening in those years, I, I was involved with, and so I was everywhere. And I'm like, why did I never buy a proper camera? And <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah it's, sometimes you're in the moment and also not realizing, of course, you know. Like I, I had no idea that we would be talking about that stuff like 20 years later. You know, that's not where, where, where you're at uh, with your head when you're like yeah. in your 20s and just having fun and. Uh, Plus, it's and, the Apers, right? Like they were goofballs. Nobody, nobody in the late '90s would have predicted that 
The Apers would be the band that we're still talking about 25 years later. This huge box set. But they're still... That Apers tree is such a huge part of today's scene. You know, the bubble. Like, so many great bands have stemmed from it. Did you ever think that these dudes would, you know, still be around a couple decades later? Still so prominent i guess in the in the scene no not not in this way of course you know but i've i've been surprised all the time you know like we had a huge huge scene in rotterdam uh in those early apers days and um only in retrospect i realize how much i think the apers and stardom both were uh uh, uh a big part in it yeah, yeah but but still it's unique you know that uh, it was the right time, and 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 maybe we can even uh, 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 say that Kevin was a huge part in it as, as well, because he's a really outgoing person, really friendly and open, and he speaks to everybody. He, he remembers every face, you know, so he made everybody uh, feel really welcome. So if you're a young kid going to a show, and and then like the singer of the band that you just watched starts talking to, to you and and drink, and drink a beer with you, you feel like, oh hey. Uh, this feels uh, feels feels fun, uh, you know. So, yeah, I think he he was a big part of why that scene grew so fast. Because because right now, I mean, I'm still around in a, in a different different uh, uh, energy, and and I'm and I'm not out all the time, you know. Yeah. But then we have Lone Wolf, and they're they're still uh, at least younger uh, than me, you know. But but it's not the same like it was then so it, it, I really think that um, that the band had something special and but at that point yeah I, I didn't really see it like that you know I, I, I noticed how, how Kevin could get uh, any room that he played in he, he could get everybody in his pockets you know <laughs> he's, he's he's just as much a comedian as uh, as a musician you know mm-hmm. like, maybe more comedian, you know <laughs> No, but but really, you know, that that was was just just a big thing. And then when uh, when Jerry got added to the band, he added so much rock and roll to mm-hmm. uh, to it. There's there's a lot of people in the Netherlands, but around Europe, I guess as well. But especially in the Netherlands, I'm aware of it, who who fell in love with the Apers, even if I, if they didn't really care about uh, the bubble that we uh, yeah, yeah. Th- that we're in, you know. But just because. The live shows were so entertaining and so so rock and roll, but and then, then Marino as well, you know, like he was a shy guy and was staring at his shoes on stage, you know, and I I, I didn't <laughs> I, I I could never have guessed that he he like the way he's actually when he uh, started the windowsill, you know, like the first thing he released was on uh, on the Stardom ten uh, year anniversary compilation. Mm-hmm. He recorded uh, She Wasn't Lying for that. And then I was like, oh, fuck, you know, he, he still got it. And it only, was only three years after he left <laughs> the Apers. But in a way, I was like, oh, he's, he's retired, you know? Yeah. And then, but I, also he, he, he did the backing vocals, of course, with the Apers, but I never heard him being like a, a singer the way he had to, to become when he when he uh, started the windowsill. And, and I was actually surprised. I'm like, oh, wow, he sings better than Kevin, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff that, that I didn't realize. And also, like, that's, like, like I said, that scene was really 
alive in, in those early days, but then still that all those guys would still be playing and that there was like a younger generation being influenced and doing great stuff as well, like First Accelerators, then uh, Bad Bites, now Lone Wolf, you know, mm -hmm. and, and there were a bunch of other bands as well, like Lulabells and stuff. Well, Lulabells was the same generation, but, but there were a bunch of other ones, but I don't know if anybody ever heard of them, you know, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's great. This might sound weird, and maybe maybe you feel the same. Like I put the Apers on a level with the Mangies, and I put the Mangies on a level with with the Greats now too, with the Weasel and the Queers. It's weird for me to say the Apers are in on that level just because we're the same age. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, I was I wasn't there, but you know I was listening to them right, you know, the first record and stuff. So it just feels like how can this band be as legendary as a Weasel? But why not? You know what I mean? I mean, they, yeah. they, they were they were so fucking good. When I look back, it's like those first albums, all the albums, they're just as good. Yeah, I think um, back in those early 2000s, yeah. um, they were definitely, to me, they were like, like the, were a lot of great bands, like Retarded and stuff, you know? But I really felt that Menji's, and, and I love the Sonic Dolls, and they'd been around before uh, yeah, them, yeah. you know? Or, um, I mean, I think the Vengees, did they start in 93 already? Yeah, 93. And, but, yeah, the Apers started in 95, but first shows in 96. But, I mean, to me, the Sonic Dolls, I at least was aware of them before uh, the Vengees, but they might actually started in the same, uh, same period. But, but anyway, the, the, uh, the level of, uh, of the Vengees, their songs, was, was amazing, of course. Mm -hmm. But with the Apers, what also helped, that they were on the road all the time. So they really reached a lot of people that the Mangies didn't because the Mangies did like a, like a few shows out, outside of Italy every year and the Apers were constantly touring. In, in those early years, they did more than 100 shows a year, you know? Crazy. So if you ask a lot of people from, from, uh, from the generation that came, came after the Apers, uh, like Zaropex, uh, 20 Belows, all those bands, they will all tell you that the Apers opened their eyes the way the Ramones opened a lot of people their eyes, you know, awesome. because it was like, if this band from Rotterdam can do it, then we from Copenhagen can do it as well, you yeah, know? Yeah. And, and that, that yeah, I, I, I heard this so many times that, uh, that, that people were, um, were, were really saying like, like the Apers were like, like for us, an eye opener. So, so, so at least that impact puts them on, on like that, uh, legendary level i guess you know and then uh, i put them there for sure whether it's yeah. sacrilege or not you know that's what it, it kind of feels yeah. that way but it, it, at the same time it's like w w why not buzz electrics yeah a fucking rad album just as good yeah. as maybe not my brain hurts but a lot of those classic albums i think it's up there yeah, with well them. cool yeah 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 I, I love those albums too and i think um the uh, uh, uh what's the one called after uh after skies uh, are, are turning blue, the uh, reanimate my heart. Yeah, reanimates great. That you, yeah, that's because I, I think the the, uh, the production of the of those early three records that I did uh, uh, wasn't perfect, and uh, then uh, for reanimate uh, Perry and Vincent of the Travoltas, you know, they made the band sound the way they were supposed to sound, you know, and then afterwards, also when Marino left, Kevin had been. Uh, writing great songs and, uh, and and people love those records as well, you know. So, uh, but I think w w with the Mangies, it's it's just incredible what they've been doing in the last few years to me. 
you know, like yeah. releasing their fare. <laughs> it's just unreal, you know, like, oh man, you, you've, you've seen the show, uh, the Roduno show online, of course, but I have fucking goosebumps over there, man. It's just so incredible to see them in their home country. We know for, well, the whole scene was like like international. Oh, the, the, the crowd was very international, of course, but they, they have hit after hit, you know. <laughs> yeah, that, I know. That band, it's, that's, I mean, at this point, to me, you know, Menjis are like the, the kings oh, yeah. in Europe, you know, like like back in those early days to me, like, like it's like, okay, well, let, let's see, you know, what was going to happen. To me, it was kind of how in the US, I guess, uh, in the 90s, the Queers and Screeching Weasel were, uh, I'm, I'm not counting Green Day because they became a whole thing of their own, of course, yeah, you know. Yeah, it was but, different. But within the scene, like you had that uh, Screeching Weasel and the Queers, as the biggest ones, even if there's of course people who love MTX more or, 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 or the Muffs more, you know, like those two to me were like like the Apers and the Mengees in the early 2000s. But but right now, I don't know, nobody's gonna argue that the Mengees aren't the number one band. It's just, it's unreal. I think they are the number one. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I put them up there right with, the queers are still going, that's the problem, right? I mean, they're still super <laughs> yeah. active, like maybe more yeah. active the past, you know, last year was probably their most active year ever, possibly. But yeah, um, yeah. so Mangies and Queers are at the top for me. Weasel would be if they just don't—they never play. You know, they don't feel yeah. like it. Feels like a yeah. recording project almost at this point. But yeah, maybe sure. this summer but we'll get some good, Weasel good recordings. Shows. Oh yeah, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Songs are still just as good as as ever, really. Yeah. But um, no, this this box set though, I want to get back to it because it's not only the Apers box set, but it's the hundredth release for Stardom Records. What a cool, monumental thing. Yeah, I guess, you know, I, <laughs> I have to admit that to me, I'm always, when like like a, a milestone uh, approaches, I'm like, I'm gonna use this uh, just to celebrate the bands that I love, you know? I've been, like, like with the 10 year anniversary and the 20 year anniversary, I'm putting out a, a compilation with uh, bands covering uh, stuff that I've released. Yeah. And I, I saw someone, someone that I hold dear to my heart, but who also has a label. I saw him post, and he didn't mention Startup, but it was exactly about my uh, 2020 compilation, you know, like that he uh, had to puke from uh, uh, if, if labels were like uh, celebrating themselves uh, too much. And I'm like, I get what he's saying, you know, but I'm not doing it to say, look how great I am. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, for 20 years, I've been putting out records that I love and I want people to hear them. And if there's an excuse to put a spotlight on some old stuff, then I'll, I'll take the opportunity. You know, yeah, yeah. and I think it's great if on the that latest compilation, if Kurt Baker covers the favorites, there's a lot of people who never heard of the favorites. Yeah. You know, but it's great that nobody would talk about about the favorites uh, if it wasn't for uh, for that cover. You know, or maybe still nobody's talking about it. I don't know, <laughs> but at least <laughs> that's yeah. So here the, the same thing. I'm like, okay, you know, like like. The 100 release, I better use it. I, I could just put out just just a regular release, of course, but I'm like, why not use this opportunity, you know, to uh, to do something that uh, is, that is slightly bigger, and then it became like a monster, you know. I wasn't planning on putting out a 5 UP box set at first, you know. <laughs> but, 
<laughs> as soon as I had the apers on board to do this, I'm like, okay, what, uh, what makes sense, you know, because their output is so humongous. Well, then it makes sense because it's on stardom that we, um, to make it full circle to do the stardom years, you know, so you got those three albums. But then, yeah, of course, you got the Teenage Drama EP and you got all the, uh, the, the EPs and compilation tracks from those years that I yeah. compiled on a CD before already. I'm like, okay, so we cannot do a three LP uh, compilation. It uh, would be a shame to leave out all the other stuff. So, yeah, well, here we are <laughs> with, with, with a huge box set. And, Jerry has been laughing about it ever since I came up with ideas like <laughs> that it's just an incredible big release for such a small band, you know, like in, in my communication with them, I'm like, oh, how are we going to package it? Because you can do a box set in very uh, various ways, of course, you know. So I pulled out a Bob Dylan box set that I have that is more like uh, because I wanted to have the albums real album sleeves. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have a box set and you open the box and then there's just inner sleeves in there, you know, I'm like, no, I want to give them real, because there's three albums on there, you know, if it was like, I, I own this um, uh, Bruce Springsteen Life uh, 75, 78, I think it's called. It's like, but then it's just a compilation of live music, then they don't need individual sleeves. But in this case, it would feel weird to not give uh, the, the albums their actual sleeves. So I'm like, oh, it's more like, like a slide-in cassette, I guess, you know, that the five LPs mm -hmm. go in. So I pull out from, from my, I have to use record collection so I can, can just go through. I'm like, oh, I got this Bob Dylan one that's made like that. And I got a Kate Bush one. Uh, <laughs> and then we got both Jerry and also a guy that, that works at my, uh, my, my office every now and then. He's like, oh, I'm, yeah, this makes sense. Bob Dylan, Kate Bush, the Apers, you know. <laughs> why so not? I see, I, I see that, but, but then why not, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, like we were just talking about it. For us, they're legendary, you know, like I, I've been listening to the Apers more and have been more important to me than, uh, than a lot of bands that, that, uh, that, that sell thousands, uh, a thousand times as much, you know, but... Um, well, the yeah. Apers to me are, are much more important than Kate Bush or Bob Dylan. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> or any you know, of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. For me, they're equally important. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I think for you, they're, they're more important. They started the label with you, you know, the yeah, first release, and hopefully they're yeah. not ending the label. Hopefully this isn't it. I know it's not, it's, but you know what I mean. It, it's, it's looking good, luckily. I was so nervous for this release because <laughs> it's so much money because yeah 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 like i said <laughs> i i wanted to do real sleeves but the the, the original uh plan to do um uh like something big for my 100 release already came up in 2019 i guess at least before the pandemic and before that all the prices for for vinyl went up like crazy but then i also didn't realize that the box itself, just to make that cost as much as a as a full <laughs> LP, you know. So, so the cost for this box is those five LPs, then a box which counts as an investment as another LP, and then we hit a little surprise in there, which yeah. also costs something, you know. So altogether, I'm like, fuck, this this is extremely crazy, you know. Like, and I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I gotta ask $90 for it, you know, just, just to be able to break even if I sell 90% of the pressing, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. But I'm like, I know people love the Apers, but I also know that $90 or 90 <laughs> euros here is a shitload of money, you know? Yeah. And, 
Uh, um, well, yeah. <laughs> I could imagine that people say, oh, yeah, oh, I'd love to have this, but yeah, fuck it, you know, I'm not, I'm not able to, to afford this, you know, it makes sense. But it's like we're talking on a Sunday now, and I announced it uh, two days ago, and already more than half uh, has been sold. I don't know the exact uh, numbers because I have some friends around the world helping me, as, as you know, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like our buddy, buddy Craig in Australia selling for me over there. We have Scott of Bresneck in the UK and an N uh, of the machine shop uh, in, uh, in in the US. Yeah, so I actually I don't picked know one up from Ann. So I bought oh, yeah. one from Ann well, right away. Well, and, uh, thank you very th- much. Thanks for the <laughs> offer though, but <laughs> yeah. no way, dude. I can, I can okay. pay my own oh. way. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I, I figured, you know, if you want to talk with me about this and this is a piece of promotion as well, you know, so I, ah, I, I, no. I, wanted, to, I wanted to give it to you, but I really appreciate it because <laughs> I got huge bills. <laughs> I can't imagine, like I put out records too yeah. and it's like, you know, sometimes it's tough yeah, yeah, to do know. one, and it's like, well, I can't yeah. imagine doing one times maybe yeah. six or seven at the same time. You know, cost-wise. Yeah. yeah. Brutal. But the thing is, I, I, I assume it's the same for you, at least uh, I'm guessing that most labels in our uh, our, our scene are, are dealing with, with this, you know, that you, you put out one release and you uh, lose a couple of hundreds on it, then you put out another one and you make a couple of hundreds, and that evens uh, stuff out, you know? That's so, ideal. And, and, <laughs> that's ideal, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's, I don't know, I've, I've been lucky, actually. The, uh, the last, well, actually, since, if I, if I can call it my comeback, you know, it sounds kind of silly, but in the last, um, yeah, since 2016, so we're like, like uh, what, what is it, six, seven years, I, uh, I've, I've been managing that way, you know, that the, the money that I made with one release was able to cover the debt of the other one. So uh, that, that felt great, and that's really thanks to Lucy and the Reds doing well, uh, Groovy Ghoulies reissues doing really well, Jeff Palmer selling well, you know, and yeah. then um, like something like, like Local Drags, which I, I love, sells slightly less, you know, and I, and I did some other stuff, like like Four Lights from Seattle and stuff, but then that all evens each other out, that's cool. But I'm like, if I'm miscalculating this and people, um, are not buying this, then it's not one release in the red in a row, but it kind of counts like seven releases the way <laughs> how much I had to spend it. And I'm like, I, I'm not gonna survive that. But uh, yeah, it's look, looking looking good, luckily. <laughs> well, here's what so, happens. Yeah. If, it, if it's not doing well and it starts to bomb or you're worried, you just sweet talk Kevin, Marine, Jerry and Evo into uh, doing, a, doing a little reunion. <laughs> yeah. Hype machine, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, maybe I, I should push them. Yeah, that would be really, really great, of course. And and they can do it, you know. Like they're they're all ri- still writing songs, but I know, like Kevin is so busy, you know. He has he has like like Insanity Alert, which is is, is just of course his biggest success. You know, we yeah. we're not fully aware of it, but but I'm, I'm seeing I'm seeing the posts, you know, like so. Uh, so I, I know that's that's doing well, and then he has Sweatpants Party, and yeah, it's yeah. just all buddies in town, you know. So what'd you think of that record? It's great. I I loved it's it. It's funny how I how I um, that's how why I'm a bad person. He is my buddy, and he's been <laughs> like so. He's played such a big role in my life, and I listened to his music for so long, and still I was kind of under. Uh, 
uh, well, I, yeah, I, I, I knew it was going to be fun record, you know, and I know he, he, he's able, because I think the one song that I knew was the pineapple one, right? That's the, yeah, that, that, that's a great, hilarious song. And I'm, I'm like, I know that there's going to be like silly, funny songs. But then when I heard the record, I was like, fuck, this is, I, it, it's recorded great. The, 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 the backing vocals from the girls really add to it. And it was not, uh, 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 not just a, just like, oh, I'll do this on the side kind of thing. That what I kind of expected it to be for you. So I underestimated him. Uh, is that a word, underestimated? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I, I drank some rum just before this. So. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I, I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Like, I, I, I was excited for it, but I was kind of nervous. Like, I thought it would just be a bunch of funny kind of you know, kind of dumb songs, I guess. Yeah, but I'd still I, enjoy I, it. But there's some great yeah, songs. Yeah, that's what on I was thinking. Well. You know, I'm gonna listen to it and I have a good laugh and that's it. But I've been playing it a lot, you know, because yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I still play yeah, it. So yeah. It's got its but silly I moments, think, but it's it's definitely got its yeah, of course. you know but but even the silly moments I, I put back on repeat because they're so hilarious, you know? I hear you. Yeah. That elevator yeah. song, it's like how dumb is that? And at the same time it's like <laughs> yeah. It's, it's brilliant. It's, it's genius I, at the same time. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, sorry, Kevin, if you're listening, that that I, yeah, that, that I, I didn't see the, the greatness of this record coming. What's, one thing yeah, about the Apers, I mean, though, I got. I, sorry to interrupt, but they could yeah, still sure. play because they didn't age. Like these guys all look the same. If you look <laughs> at the pictures from like you know, you know, skies are turning blue, it's like they yeah. still almost look just like that. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, especially Evo, right? That's just incredible. That's like a but, that's like a Netherlands thing or something. I don't know. I don't think so. People actually, here get but, old. But, Those guys yeah. are just like God. They didn't age. Like they aged five years over twenty-five years. But Evo has the right genes. I uh, <laughs> uh, we we were always thought, making fun about his mom, you know, because she looked so good. <laughs> Evo's mom. <laughs> yeah. So she looks really young as well, you know. So he. Um, he probably has to thank her for uh, for that. Uh, cool. Yeah, but yeah, it's funny when I look at Eva. I'm like, oh, you're exactly the same guy as 20 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> so what else is what's coming up? Any any surprises that we can talk about? Besides, um, we got Lone Wolf. We know local drags. Yeah, you sent me yeah, the link, local- and I honestly I just downloaded today. I've been so busy, so I haven't yeah, got no a problem. chance to listen to it. But that'll be after yeah. the episode, the drive home listen. Yeah, I hope you like it. I think it's his best record so far, but um, he's also stepping, every record is a little step more away from, from pop punk, I guess. Okay. But the songwriting is so good, but you have to deal with, uh, with a pedal steel on several songs, you know? <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, you should give it a shot. I, uh, it's funny, like, like Greg uh, in, in, uh, in Sydney, you know, he, uh, he already played it and he loved the first record. And I also warned him, you know, because I was thinking, I, you know, always when, when I talk with Greg, it's always about pop punk, you know. So yeah. I wasn't sure if he was gonna uh, gonna dig it, but he said it's a ten out of ten, you know. So uh, that's uh, that, that was nice to hear. And uh, yeah, I think it's a great record, and uh, that's, uh, I already have them in, and, and it's, it's a March release. Also, Fun in the Dark, Groove Ghoulies. That's like the final. Uh, uh, Groove Ghoulies reissue mm-hmm. that uh, me and Travis of Eccentric Pop uh, are doing, and uh, that's that's a great one. You know, like it's for a lot of people the, the favorite Ghoulies record. Oh yeah, and uh, was great that we uh, 
that we we uh, we could end a, a great run uh, with that, you know, because uh, now Pirate Press is taking things to a different level. <laughs> did, you, did you get how much they put out in the first two months of this year? Uh, unbelievable. Well, good, good, good for Cappy though, you know. <laughs> Super good for Cappy. You know, I'm so happy. You know, like this guy. I've been worried about Cappy in the way that I'm like. He does what he loves, you know, mm -hmm. so uh, yeah, a lot of people can be jealous of that, I guess, you know, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, we're all getting older and uh, he's not really, um, <laughs> he doesn't you know, get older. like, well, he doesn't get older, but <laughs> still, the reality is that at some point you could end up sitting at home, you know, because your body is not... Uh, uh, able to uh, to go around the world all the time, you yeah, know. Yeah. So um, yeah, to have a real label with I think 25 em employees having your back is uh, better than have one guy in where's Travis in North North uh, North Carolina, He's South not, Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina, yeah. I think, or South Carolina, one of the two, and uh, and one guy in Rotterdam. You know, we uh, we both have like a full time job and and with a lot of passion run our labels, but the two of us cannot do what a real business like uh, like Pirate Express can, of course. So, uh, yeah. so when it's, Cappy is, is, is the best guy, of course. When he got that offer, he asked Travis and me what we were thinking, because he only wanted to do it if, if we gave our blessing, you know? I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> you would be crazy if you wouldn't take this opportunity, yeah, you know? Because yeah. he had offers before from, bigger labels like that who wanted to do one or, or or just all the Ghoulies reissues and he always turned us down because for him he's of course proud of those days but for already 16 years he's doing solo stuff you know so to have uh, people that uh, work work with him that care for that uh, is important and that that's what's great about uh, Pirates Press that they're not only interested about his history but also in his current stuff very cool. So, um, yeah, super happy for him. And I'm also happy that, because uh, Fun in the Dark, I think it was the second uh, Goonies record that I got, but it was the one that really made me a fan. So uh, so for me, uh, yeah, it was a big uh, big thing that uh, that we got to do this. So, so yeah, that's cool. Then there's uh, the Lone Wolf uh, album coming out uh, a little bit later in spring. How about uh, then, I'm gonna I'm gonna squeeze you for a for a, a leak here? How about um how about the new Jeff Palmer? Yes, that's. Um, <laughs> I just know that they, they he recorded one. I know that. Yeah, it's recorded, but by now it's also mixed and mastered. So uh, I didn't get the files from him yet, but I streamed it online on whatever uh, place uh, they uh, they put it online, like a hidden place. Yes, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, it sounds uh, amazing, and cool. uh, yeah, I suppose that I'm gonna send it off in a week or two. Awesome. And then, uh, yeah, and the way it looks now, I think we can have it out uh, uh, some sometime in the fall, maybe September, October. Nice. Or so, so uh, nice. Yeah, that's good stuff. And then uh, also, which is not announced yet, but was talked about on your podcast, and we just talked about it as well. The uh, the All Star set, I'm gonna release that. Um, because uh, I don't know, Franz mentioned it on your show. Yeah, he said Kevin was doing it. Yeah, but it was a joke, I think. I don't think he ever spoke <laughs> with Kevin about it. Because also, you cannot just release a live set without talking to the band. And Lone Wolf 
for sure didn't know about it either, you know? So I just think <laughs> that they felt like this is uh, too good to not release. And uh, I don't know if he asked Kevin and Kevin said, no, Stefan should do it. But he, when he contacted me, I'm like, yeah, I would just love to own it myself, you know, just as, as a document. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it's great that they record everything uh, in such a high quality, you know? But some uh, sets are um, are like regular sets that um, that add not super uh, much to what um, what you already get on on the albums. But this, of course, was like a one-time thing happening. So I felt like the, the fact that they want to do this, and uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You know, just a small run, but. Uh, I just want to grab that thing 10 years from now and think back of how great uh, Reduno 2022 was and that we had all our friends together, you know? That's, um, so yeah, uh, yeah, that's going to be on Stardom, not on Monster Zero. Sorry, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's, I think, all that's in the, in, the, in the works. No, there's more in the works, but... Um, Come back, uh, come back and we'll talk yeah, about that yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. in a couple months yeah. or something. There, there's some old European guys working on something. Hmm. There's some medium old European guys working on something. So, uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I got, got some cool stuff that, uh, uh, that I'm excited about. You got me thinking now, who could it be? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, here's what I think of Stardom Records. And I, you know and everyone knows that I love what you've created, but... What you've done, what you've managed to do is like guys like me and uh, like John Prophet, we really look up to you. Your label, what <laughs> you've done, your artwork, the, everything that you create, the, the records you've released are so special, you know? And we're, well, I'm glad. I, I know John is too. And I know a bunch of people are. We're happy you're still going. And, you know, we look forward to, you yeah, know, what's well, to come from Stardom Records. Well, thanks. It's, <laughs> I think it just has to do with the fact that I've been around so long that people have memories to all the releases, you know, like, like to, <laughs> people tend to be nostalgic, you know, so that's just my luck <laughs> that, that I'm still here and, cause, and people can say, oh man, I remember in 2001, you know, Carlo of, uh, of Surfing Key is what I always call his label, but it might be Surfing Kai, I don't know, how, how, how do you call that label? I say Key. Yeah, okay, but, well, it must be Key then if we both say it. But he, he was just replying on, a, on an Instagram post, I think, about that uh, he saw uh, the Apers on the uh, Buzz Electric uh, tour. And that was his first uh, uh, pop-punk band that he saw outside of one local band. So uh, opened a lot of uh, door or uh, opened his eyes, you know, like and that's but the fact that he's able to to tell me this is because i'm stubborn enough to do, still do this like <laughs> 20 years, years later you know yeah so I, I take the compliments and everything but i also know that if if you're just sticking around long enough there there will be people who say oh man you know like like i the, the thing is that I, because i'm a graphic designer you know i'm always uh picky on what stuff looks like and i, I totally uh, we were just talking about Skies Are Turning Blue, how, how that wasn't the best looking album cover ever. And there's more stuff that, that I'm not super happy with. But I think overall, I managed to, to give the releases a certain quality. I obviously didn't uh, design everything myself, but uh, 
only when the band had someone uh, either inside the band, like how, how the Mangies have, uh, have like, like Massimo, who's mm -hmm. a great graphic designer as well, and, uh, and who, like Lone Wolf, uh, picks the new uh, illustrator for each album cover, you know, because they yeah, they just kind of want to treat themselves on something special. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but 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 then still, I'm uh, always like involved with like like the the layout part of things, and uh, and I think that kind of adds to if you look at the whole catalog, like oh yeah, this is a solid label. But um, yeah, so that, I always feel that, that that's the little thing that I personally can add, add to and for the rest, uh, yeah, just gotta keep on going long enough. But I mean, I, I, uh, I'm so impressed with John, you know, like how many releases did he do last year? <laughs> uh, he says that's, 28. That's impossible, right? <laughs> yeah. that's, what the fuck, you know, yeah. well, I, I mean, the, the, the two of them. Uh, do it together, but then still, it's it's, it's unreal. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's funny that uh, yeah, if, if he gives me a compliment, I'm like, yeah, look at yourself, man. I've never been able to to put out so much, you know, like, uh, like I and, and Kevin also with Monster Zero, you know, he's Kevin has been more important for the European scene than anybody else just by what he did with Monster Zero, you know. Like I always, and, and I love it like that, you know, don't get me wrong, I, I have a small group of bands that I work with, you know, and I, uh, I'm building a catalog with them. And I think that's, that's the way I want to do it, you know, mm -hmm. so I'm happy that I'm onto the uh, fourth album with, with Jeff, if you call the, of count the, the DD uh, album, the third album with Local Drags, the third one with, uh, with Lone Wolf, you know. That's a really nice relationship that I'm building with them. And because I want to be involved with details, it also takes up a lot of time. But therefore, I cannot work with more than 10 bands at a time, you know. Mm -hmm. but, but Kevin, uh, the way he is being able to, to be a home for the whole scene, you know, like uh, in, in Europe at least, you know, that's also impressive and, uh, and important, you know. Kind of in a way, like like Timbo used to uh, used to do with uh, with Mutant Pop, I think you know, like uh, like even if uh, if Lookout might have been the most important label for turning the eyes of the world onto pop punk, then Mutant Pop has been document documenting what was happening underground in in a way that's never been done before, you know. Yeah. No, I think I think right now between you and Kevin and John. Easily the three, you know, my three favorite labels right now. You guys well, are thanks. all great guys, and you're doing it for the right reasons. And uh, yeah, yeah, but you you can't go on, you know. If you look at Striped, what the fuck, <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah. like the, the Weasel reissues and stuff. Yeah, I know, forgot about Striped too. Striped is yeah. doing just yeah. <laughs> unbelievable. I, I gotta tell you before we go here, uh, the Dummy Room Awards yeah. last year, the best label award, of course. I get all these votes, over a hundred votes, and 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 not to dismissed the year you had last year but you didn't have us you didn't have a ton out but you got no a ton of votes i was like oh how, yeah? how is how is stardom getting all these votes they didn't put much That's out funny. and then it's like yeah oh yeah it's fucking stardom yeah not for the, the output in that year because what did i release the uh more kicks album which isn't a, a pop punk release so i cannot imagine that too many people uh that voted cared for that as much as they would have cared for uh for something like this Apers yeah. box set. And, uh, and the, then Jeff, then the Jeff, Jeff Palmer. Jeff Palmer one and a, a Cappy 7-inch uh, with two songs that 
made him sound more like the Rolling Stones than the Ramones, yeah. you know? So <laughs> it's, it's your legacy, you know, you get those yeah, legacy votes, well, but so that's cool. Th th thanks everyone, you know, that, uh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, uh, I already have more releases, uh, that, that are announced now, yeah, you know, yeah. than, uh, 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 than I did last year. And, oh, actually I just announced a few more, of course, during this, but I mean like officially announced. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, this is this, like like the box set was supposed to be a 2022 thing and uh, fun and dark as well, you know. So uh, I don't know, but but <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it's great that people uh, just for uh, yeah for the whole catalog, I guess they're like, oh, Storm gets my vote. Thanks. <laughs> cool, cool. Well, hey, I don't want to cut you short, of course, but uh, how about you come back and I think the last time we talked was like two or three years ago, probably on the uh, show before Corona. I, th I think Definitely. you're right, yeah. But it seems yeah. like, I don't know, you come up in conversation, like every conversation, something about Stardom Records comes up, something about Stefan. So it, it, it feels like we're talking all the time, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, why don't you come yeah. back in like a couple months this time instead? And I'd we'll love to, you know, like I, I love talking with you. And uh, um, yeah, it would be cool if we, uh, we, we, we can chat uh, some other time again. You know, I... Uh, I was thinking that in this talk we would go all, uh, a lot more down memory lane that I had to dig for like, oh, what happened on that tour or whatever, you know? And we, we didn't really get there, but we, we talked a lot about the Apers, of course. But uh, yeah, there we... Uh, we could talk there, for hours more. about that. Yeah, there's <laughs> always more. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you're invited yeah, back but, anytime. Let's, let's find a, yeah, a fun list. And uh, it doesn't have to be Stardom Records. It could be anything. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 do something else, right? Like I got, I got a couple up my sleeve we, I've been waiting for. So yeah, last time we uh, we talked about the label, of course, because it was our first time really yeah, yeah. talking, at least on the podcast and not just by email. And, and now, of course, because of this release, but it would be fun to uh, to not talk about the label, even if we <laughs> <laughs> might end up. But, but yeah, we, we'll see. You know, fun. Cool. All right, dude. Well, thanks, man. Well, yeah. it's, it's always I, uh, a pleasure to uh, just get messages from you because I always know there's either going to be a, a link to something cool or something coming out from Stardom. I'm always looking forward to uh, to your releases, and it's been like that for over 20 years now, which is scary. But um, yeah, I can't well, I can't awesome. wait to hey, see what's, can, can what's I, next. Can I request uh, uh, you play a Remington's uh, song? Yeah, absolutely, of course. Because you, you are always shy on pl playing stuff that you are involved with. But uh, uh, I love that record and I loved uh, that guy. So uh, it would be cool if we listened to one of the songs. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, end, this, I'll end the show with uh, some Remingtons. What song do you want to hear? Anything special? Every night and every day. Perfect. Go play with yourself, Craig. All right, dude. We'll, uh, cool. we'll see you later soon. This year, in a couple months, you're coming back. I'm going to make you. And uh, until then, uh, I don't know what's happening. Actually, I do know what's happening next week. Next week's going to be kind of a science fiction episode. So you can uh, you can guess who my guest might be. <laughs> Anyways, until then, everybody stay safe, stay cool. We'll see you later. Bye, Stefan. Awesome. Thanks, man.
were cool. 